welcome to another episode of The Uncommon Life. I'm your host, Stuart McConnell, and today we are sitting here with former CFL player, current PhD student, business coach, and youth mentor, Jonathan Hood. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me, Stuart. Can I call you Stu? Sure. All right, still. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's a, that, that's a lot of title. I got to admit, that's a lot of title, but that's because that's what you're actually, that's you. Like, that's that's, a, yeah. that's what you're up to, right? Like yeah. Former, there's only one former thing in here, but the idea that you're a PhD student, mm-hmm. a business coach, and a youth mentor. Mm-hmm. Like, most people would have their hands full with one of those things. Yeah, you know what? It all ties together. It all really ties together. It's a bit of a challenge sometimes when people say, like, what do you do? It's like, what do I do? I breathe, I eat. <laughs> I do a lot, right? But uh, they're really getting at, I guess, where my passion lies. Mm-hmm. And my passion, I'm passionate about people. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about elite performance. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about life. And I think it may seem like a lot, but they're, they're all intertwined. So yeah. to me, it's not... It's not really a lot. It's just it's just what I do. What yeah. I'm into. And, and and that's because you're doing what you want to do. You're doing what you mm-hmm. love to do. It doesn't seem like it's uh, it is a lot, right? Like yeah. and it's it's not like it's a job. It's not a career. It's just right. it's part of who you are. It's yeah. the same way that I feel about the, the, the things that I do. Yeah. You know, it's just what's well, it's not a job. It's not hard. It's not, it's yeah. challenging. Oh, fuck yeah. It can be challenging. Sure. But that's, but that's part of it. Yeah. You know, you take all of those things and it helps you get, get back up every single time you get knocked down. Yeah. And if you, if it really is part of what you do, then it's not really, uh, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. It's your life. Mm-hmm. So you want to keep on living. You want to keep on doing. Yeah. I've actually tried to kind of drop things and, and it just can't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen because it's part of me. Yeah. It's like I'd be losing a bit of myself, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's um, it, it's like gum on your shoe. You just... <laughs> it's this lonesome piece of gum that's been sitting there for years and years. When you mm-hmm. finally scrape it off, it's like, wait, but, but no, I missed the gum. <laughs> yeah, right? Now you're the, your step is different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um so a big thing that I want to I want to really really start well that I mean we've already started the conversation off really well but the, right. the direction I want to go is is um, talking about the CFL mm-hmm. and your transition from being a player uh, out of out of professional sports. So this is actually something that come up a lot in uh, my interviews in the last several months mm-hmm. is ending up talking to former professional athletes. Yeah. And them all ending up, the conversation sort of ends ends up talking a little bit about um, the challenges that yeah. they faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the transition is is it's different. Um, if you have a different kind of job, then you, if you're a lawyer, for example, if you leave a firm, you're still a lawyer. If you're mm-hmm. a doctor, if you leave this office or go to a different hospital, you're still a doctor. When you get cut from or you retire from a sport you're no longer football player swimmer or whatever you're Mm -hmm. not right so if you've been identifying that as part of your identity then it feels like a part of you is kind of taken away or it may feel like all of you is taken away 
So what do you do? Right. And, um, I think that the biggest challenge for me was understanding who I was outside of football because football, I started playing when I was 15 and it, it, it moved, it it directed my life. So Mm -hmm. you, you see on say TV, you know, the season goes for six months. You think, okay, you practice and you go home, you play Mm -hmm. and you go home. It's it's not just that, like you practice, you go home, you may take a nap, then you prepare for the game, you watch film, you're eating, you're working out. Everything is used to make you successful at your sport. And then when you're out of season, your life is tailored so that you're ready for the season. So it's not just an in-season commitment. It's a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. So then when you stop, having to prepare for competition, your life drastically changes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, even, even people who are, so many of us define ourselves by different things outside of who we actually are. So, right. you know, a doctor defines himself as a doctor, mm-hmm. or defines himself as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they lose their credentials or they choose to go and do something else, they can no longer have that place to hang their hat of this mm-hmm. is who I am. Yeah. And, and even, you know, even like, let's take a doctor, for example, right They they go home, uh, they have their downtime, their personal time, all that kind of stuff where they're not actually, uh, lack of a better word, doctoring, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? pardon my poor English, but, um, they're not really, you know, doctoring, yeah. but they're, as opposed to a professional athlete where it's like your entire life is actually, consumed by you know being being better continually Mm -hmm. being better continually refining your craft to be the best that you can be so that you can play for as long as you possibly can and you Mm -hmm. can you can you know achieve whatever else you want to achieve in your sport Mm -hmm. in the short window of time that you actually have yeah but what i realized was that um you're not really identity although we may choose to define ourselves by what we do Mm-hmm. It actually isn't what you do. You are who you are, regardless of what yeah. you do, regardless of like lights, whatever, mm-hmm. regardless of all that. And I realized that this whole time I, I was not a football player. It was something I did. Yeah. I realized I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. why I can be a pro athlete because I'm a winner. When I have a task set in front of me, I am willing if it means a lot to me, I'm willing to make the sacrifices. I'm willing to create a vision and a plan. I'm willing to consistently get after things that I want over and over and over until I see that to fulfillment. Yeah. So in my retirement, it was transitioning, understanding who I was and transitioning that same mentality into everything else that I do. And because now I know who I am, I know that you know, if I wanted to stop doing everything I do right now and become a lawyer, I would dominate that too, right? Because that's who I am. I'm a winner. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's who you are. I, I love mm-hmm. the way that you put that because you're you're not defining yourself as as the athlete, but because it, it's not that. Yeah, it's just that's the direction that you've chosen for your being, mm-hmm. and, as an expression of. It's yes, expression, expression exactly. Yes. It's, it's, just, it's a modality of expression. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I wrote a blog the other day. Um, I coach football. I coach high school football, coach over at St. Mike's. We just won nice. uh, championships. And, Congrats. Uh, thank you. And we actually nearly lost the game. And the team we're facing, Trinity, uh, Trinity College, they put up a really good fight. And at the end of it, we had we scored more. And because we scored more, we won the right to be called champions and to take home a trophy. Mm-hmm. But they played their hearts out. They were actually the last place team, and they made it to the finals. And the guys were crying when we were shaking their hands. Like, these guys, mm-hmm. they're disappointed. And I told them, be proud. Like, you won. Like, yeah. you won something really special, right? Mm-hmm. You won the realization to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter if I'm smaller, if I'm not as strong. It doesn't matter how many people count us out. If I stick to what I know, if I believe in myself, if I put in everything that I have, I can do a lot of great things. And that's something no one can take away from them. So they won. They're winners too, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't look at things like that. It's like, oh, we lost. All the hard work was for nothing. Yeah, because because that last little thing... You know that that everybody says that's that's the mark of right a um, champion of a winner. champion or a winner or yeah. whatever. You know, I had Ibrahim uh, um, Kamal in mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, yeah, and uh, you know, eight-time national boxing champion, amazing, amazing guy, and mm-hmm. and you know, we talked about the, the same type of thing, and he said, you know, so long as I put everything into my fight, yeah, and even if I lose, I was okay with it. Yeah. If I didn't put everything into it, then I got problems. Mm-hmm. Like, like mentally, I'll beat myself up. I'll do all these different things because I just, because I know that I didn't do everything that I possibly could. Yeah. But if I did and I lost, fine. It yeah. was better, you know, yeah. that was just the way things were. And, and he could hold his head proud mm-hmm. that he did everything that he could. And it's unfortunate that it always comes down to these, these um, titles. Yeah more than anything else yeah it does but i think it it's it really comes down to your title because a lot of people can yeah. call you different things mm-hmm. if you would ask my students they'll say yeah he used to play football he's a mentor now if you were mm-hmm. to ask someone else who saw me speak at an event like he's a motivational speaker and he used to play football if you saw somebody else who i coach like yeah he's my coach like there's so mm-hmm. many different titles so it, to me, I'm I'm not too concerned with the title that everybody else has for me. Right. It's more of the title I have for myself, mm-hmm. right? And I'm a faithful guy, right? So I believe in God. I'm a Christian. I believe, you know, God has a title for you, right? And mm-hmm. the title really is that you're fearfully, wonderfully made and you're loved. And so I've, you've already won that battle, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to fight for love. You don't have to fight for acceptance. You already have it. Yeah. But if you don't believe you have it, then you're fighting this fight. You're fighting the wrong things. Yeah. And then how can you realize what's inside of you to give to other people? How mm-hmm. can you realize what's in, inside of you to impact the world? Yeah. Right. How do you get there? Because you're, you're fighting the wrong battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> We're ten minutes in. I think. <laughs> um, uh, Amazing. Thank you so much for that. I think there's there's so much in there that uh, that, that people will get from that. So, again, thank you. Um, so when you were doing some of these things before you actually exited pro football. Yeah, I think, and I was talking to my wife about this. I 
I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's an attention deficit, like, I don't know what it is, but I, I, it's hard for me to sit still. (laughs) And I mean physically, but I also mean mentally. Yeah. Um, I would play, you know, we're playing football. It's like football, football, football. And it's like, I need a break. What am I going to do? So I need a, I need another outlet for my energy. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, when you're, when you're a professional athlete, the other outlet is usually hanging out with your teammates, partying and things like that. Right. Um, but then I was like, you know what, we've got, you know, time after practice, after film, we've got time. And I was with a few of my friends like, what what do you want to do? Let's do something, right? Mm -hmm. Let's do something with this energy. And we thought about different things. Let's start a coffee shop. Let's do this kind of business. Let's do that. And we said, you know what, how great would it be to show kids, um, the things that we know now that we wish we knew before. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. that would take us to another level. So I started doing football camps, and these camps were just fundamentals: footwork, agility, speed, and we had so much fun. And the kids and the parents loved it. Yeah. Right, so it was even better. So we started running these camps. We were on TV for them on CP twenty four. We're doing all <laughs> these things. It was really cool, really fun. Yeah. And then um, I would speak at um, schools, or the team would send me out to speak at different events, and teachers the principals is hey like would you speak here would you speak there would you do this would you do that and i was like well sure and i was like well yeah. i need to set this thing up i can monetize this right yeah. so i started speaking and uh then one of the principals were like you know you should do a program you you come here you get everybody riled up and then you leave because <laughs> i do something that's consistent like let's really pour into these young people so i created a 12-week program and we were doing this while we're playing. And I loved it because it's like, okay, I'm looking forward to football. And then in kind of a weird way, when football was almost done that day, I'm looking forward to doing mentoring stuff. Nice. But then when, when mentoring was almost done, I'm looking forward to football. So I always stayed fresh. That nice. excitement, right? That yeah. passion always stayed fresh. And I find now that even if I do, if I have like three engagements a week for like three weeks in a row, I get kind of bored of it. Mm. And I have to do something else to, to bring back the appreciation that I have for it. Yeah. So I, in, I, I, um, navigate, I set things up in my life so that I have a variety of different things. So I always stay fresh. Yeah. I always stay passionate. So this day I'm here doing mentoring. This day I'm speaking. This day I'm coaching. Yeah. Right. And I'm always looking forward to well, when I get to coaching again, when I get to speak yeah. again, when I get to this again. Right. And it doesn't ever become monotonous to me. Yeah. So when you decided that it was time to change career, it was much easier because you yeah. actually had a lot of other things that were that were in place. Yeah, it was way easier. And that, that's yeah. a tough transition. It's a really tough transition from going from preparing eight to 10 hours a day for one thing to not at all. And <laughs> I've never I haven't known a summer off since. Uh, universe, not even university because we used to come back early and train and and then I was off in the summer my first year off and I was like wow like, <laughs> I can enjoy the warm weather <laughs> I, I traveled I would just take road trips I just hopped in my car I helped my sister move to New York I drove to Indianapolis one of my boys was playing in the NFL mm. watched camp I would drive to a couple CFL games when my, when my boys were in town I just yeah. enjoyed summer yeah. right and that's <laughs> You know, as you would probably wouldn't think about that, but as a CFL athlete, as an NFL athlete, the you don't get that. You don't get that time. Your your mind is occupied on the season. 
during that time. Yeah, so yeah. Summer vacation. Exactly, and people think, oh, well, you know, season's over, so you're gonna head down to to, to Boca, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and, and hang out with like all the retirees or whatever. Right? Yeah, and and that's not the case. No, you know, your mind is continually. What you're saying is your mind is continually filled mm-hmm. with. You know what do I got to do next? Yes, preparing, preparing. Yeah, preparing. Because if you don't, you'll get replaced. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, you'll get replaced. And I and uh, I've adopted the same mindset in the things that I, I'm doing, but I've been able to slow it down and make make it a little less anxious. Mm-hmm. So I still prepare. I want to be at the cutting edge of everything that I do, so that everyone I'm working with gets the uttermost the best experience when they're with me mm-hmm. so i read a lot i take courses i research but it's not out of like fear that i'm going to get cut or replaced mm-hmm. it's more out of um a hunger and thirst for knowledge wisdom and knowledge right. so that i can relay these messages teachings experiences to other people like sometimes i just like plan trips so like I just want to have a new story to tell. Yeah. So I want to oh, plan nice. a trip here. <laughs> right. And having a great, have a great experience. And you get to write it off. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's amazing that you actually, that, that you actually do that. Cause, cause if that's actually part of your intention from a trip, I mean, that's stories are gold. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where this whole podcast actually started from was mm-hmm. me just, you know, having such amazing conversations with people and going, oh, you know, if I could actually have this recorded, yeah, you know, and just cause the stories that we would share and everything else. So yeah. there's so, it's like, you know, a picture is a thousand words. Mm-hmm. There's so much that you can get out of a story. Yeah. Also. Yeah. So much, yeah. so much, even probably more than a picture. Yeah. I'd um, say, and yeah. you have, you have an enlightening conversation. And you're like, man, I, I wish so-and-so could have heard this or so-and-so, you know, yeah. like, you know, they would have loved it. Now they can actually hear it. Yeah. Right. And you can hear it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty phenomenal that you do this. I oh, love it. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I want to go back to what we were just talking about. So, you know, the fact of how much you read and, and, and everything else and, mm-hmm. and the level that you prepare. And it's all just to, what I'm hearing is that it's, it's really because you want to give as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. At the highest level that you at the highest level that that you know is possible, mm-hmm. not just what you feel like giving that day. No, is that and, and that's probably um, partially from sports too. You uh, you only see a product on the field or on the court or wherever on game day. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on in the background, right? I watched a documentary on Kobe Bryant and he talked about um, how whether he was sick. Um, he, there was a charge against him. He still had to play, right? Whether there's stuff going on, like him and his wife weren't good because of the charge. There's all these different things, but mm-hmm. he couldn't come on the court and, and hold his head low or sulk. He had to play. People are paying to see you play, mm-hmm. not to watch you sulk, right? Yeah. So you have to find whatever it is that switches your mindset and puts you in the game mode and give everybody out there the best of you. And mm-hmm. the best experience possible because that's what they're here for. Yeah. And if someone's paying me to speak or or to be their coach or whatever they're doing, that's what they're paying for. So yeah. I have to make sure that I'm giving them the best experience every single time. Yeah. Or else I I don't deserve that payment. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
truly, they don't give a shit what's happening in your personal life. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, as a teacher, a high school teacher myself, mm-hmm. um, the same, same type of thing, right? You know, when I was in teacher's school, I said, oh, well, you know, leave your stuff at the door. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know, things are said than done sometimes. Yeah. But it wasn't until I, um, many years into my career when I realized the power of of that, yeah, like because you know you hear it, you're like yeah, 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 and then everybody just brings their shit into the classroom anyway, mm-hmm. and then they you know they kind of take it out with the kids or, or yeah. whatever, and it's it's part of it's it's unfortunate and it's sort of part of human nature because we're people, mm-hmm. and you can't it's so hard to compartmentalize and shut things off, mm-hmm. and I realized that being able to leave the stuff at the door allowed me to really be there on a, on a better level for the kids. Yeah, definitely. But now what I actually do is I make the conscious choice to bring my stuff into my classes with me, mm-hmm. but to talk to the kids about what's going on, mm-hmm. to show that this is life. This is being human. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is what it's like. So leaving the emotional uh, the, the emotional response. stuff, the emotional yeah. response that would be there, leaving that at the door, mm-hmm. but bringing, bringing my heart mm-hmm. in to share that. Unfiltered. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a, that's a very, very mature, um, approach to take. Mm-hmm. I think for most, um, for most people, we're kind of, uh, conditioned not to be so open. So yeah. people are afraid like, well, if people know this about me, then they may think this about me, mm-hmm. they this or they this, right? And I think that um, in sports, you can bring emotion because you you don't know. You, it's actually celebrated. You know, if uh, you win a game and you cry, mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, you, they're so happy, they're crying. Yeah. But if you, you lose a game and you cry and they're like, yeah, you're they're disappointed. They're crying. But if yeah. you're in class and you're crying, people are like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you crying? Like, this is a problem. Right? Yeah. So I think uh, really, um, and I would expect you are a man who's in touch with his emotions and reflects on his feelings, right? especially because mm-hmm. you're raking and stuff. You understand your energy yeah. and how that energy can lift people up, bring them down, mm-hmm. and ener- catapult them. And when you're able to harness your emotions that way and share them. I think really that's um, a deeper level of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That you yeah. can give someone a much deeper. Cause now imagine those young people are like, Hey, if, if he, I look up to him and if he can come in here and tell us who show us who he really is, mm-hmm. why am I afraid to show everybody who I really am? Right. And yeah. life still goes on. Yeah. I can still be sad or, or, or sad about something and do my work. Yeah. I can still have stuff going on and, and perform well in the game. Mm-hmm. I can still do all these things, right? Yeah. But I but the the more in tune I am with them and the more um, I guess comfortable I am communicating with them, the more support I'll get and uh, I think the more um, the more people who will back you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and the more that you show that you're actually a person, whether or not you're dealing with kids or you're dealing with adults mm-hmm. or whatever it is the more that you can humanize yourself it's mm-hmm. like they relate to it because like yeah you know i'm going through something similar or whatever it's not like you're this perfect person mm-hmm. who's 
who's out there like, oh, well, you know, I played in the CFL and all this kind of stuff. Well, that's you. Yeah. You know, that's you. Well, you're Mr. Perfect because you got to do all of those things. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's so much better to be able to go, yeah, you know what? I did all those things. And yeah, I achieve at a high level. But I'm just as screwed up as anybody else. Right. Right. I still have all my problems. I still mm-hmm. have all of this stuff. And it's hard to be in that situation, mm-hmm. to, like to, to show yourself mm-hmm. at that level. Because, you know, the, the, the line that I like is it's harder to be naked than it is to be naked. <laughs> right? So, like, That's really show who you truly are. Being yeah. naked at that emotional level mm-hmm. is way harder than to just, you know, be up on stage, take your clothes off. Yeah. And, and that's it. Because you can still hide who you really are. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. It reminds me of a good friend of mine. She put me on to a lady named Lisa Nichols. And she says, Oh, like, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you people looked at Lisa and were like, oh, you accomplished all these amazing things. Oh, the, but that's because you had this or yeah. you were in this position. That, it's the, that, that's because of this. Yeah. I love that line. So that means I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, of course. If I was you, of course, I'd be able to do that. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're, they're disempowering themselves. And they're, they're like, but they're, they're glorifying you, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, going back to what you said, when you kind of take the veil off and show them, like, at the end of the day, just like you yeah you know i really am just like you mm-hmm. right there there may be a few key opportunities that i took advantage of there may be uh, a change in belief that i had but we're similar yeah we're very similar and, and if i could do it you would do even better yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly amazing love this conversation <laughs> so, so, much, so juicy really <laughs> Just gotta make sure you know you just get like the juice, the just juice, you know, yeah. like you're eating mango, like get on your face everywhere. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll lick my lips soon and get that, and I'll get that and get what's dripping on my shirt later. Yeah, uh, you just <laughs> absorb it all up. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for coming in. No problem. Uh, so if people want to know more about you and what you're up to, how can they how can they get a hold of you? Well, I'm I, I'm on social media. Um I'm not the most uh, active. I think um, sometimes social media is actually a struggle for me, right? When I first <laughs> oh, started yeah, me too. getting on it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get in likes and posts and let people see this and see yeah. that. And then I was like, man, like I would post something like, look how many likes to say, oh yeah, people like this. Oh, they don't like this. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, like I think I was losing my identity in the social media stuff. So easy to do. Yeah. It's so really I, easy to do. So I kind of rebelled mm. and I was like, no, <laughs> and I stopped, but then people were like, Hey, where, where, where are you? Right. So like people literally sent messages like, are you okay? Yeah. Like okay. we haven't heard from you. And it's like, Hey, uh, you have my phone number. Why don't you call me? <laughs> right. So it was, it was really weird. So I'm still kind of working it out. So I'm not uh, really quick to post, but uh, sometimes mm. when I'm doing stuff in the community, you're speaking here, traveling and people are like, Hey, just show me what you're doing. Like, yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm in Hong Kong. I'm doing this. They're like, just post a picture. Like, yeah. let us, like, take part in it with you. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, that's kind of what's happening. Sure. But the, it, I have this kind of fear that, you know, when you post things, especially positive things, like, people just get engulfed in it. And it's yeah. like they need a post from social media to get up, yeah. to get themselves up uh, every day. And it's like, yeah. is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it a temporary thing? Is it a permanent thing? Like, I'm still kind of 
battling with it myself. And I got a, I got a letter from a lady. If I get lots of letters and stuff, um, emails, letters and stuff. And this woman, he said, she was on a journey. She was depressed. She was overweight. And she started following me and she was uplifted by my posts and stuff. And now she's like this personal trainer, motivational speaker. And yeah. Beautiful. And I'm like, that's amazing. But then yeah. there, there may be other people who are like, I need kind of using it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I can't get happy unless I hear quotes. Yeah. Or I can't, I can't accomplish that unless I do that. And, and I really don't know how to deal with that yet. Yeah. So I'm on social media, jhood 41 on Twitter on Instagram. I answered direct messages, DMs. Yeah. So if you want to contact me, do there. My website's jonathanhood.ca and our youth programs ahead of the game.ca. Awesome. I don't yeah. want to go back to this piece, but I can't just leave that hanging, <laughs> hanging like that. Because yeah. that, was, that, was, that was good mm-hmm. in terms of what you were saying there. Because I'm sort of the same way on social media. So what I did was I actually, I quote unquote dump my stuff on social media mm-hmm. where I, I, po- I post stuff. But then I don't check back to see the the amount of likes. I just check back to see if there's any comments that I need to respond to. Right. And that's and that's it. Because yeah, I was in the same spot, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh well, I, things must be going in the right direction. This is great. Oh, it feels good to you know all that kind of all that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. And so that's what I do. To, that's what I did to distance myself from it. Yeah. Because I was in the similar situation where people were coming up to me saying, I really love what it is that you're posting and you've really helped me out. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to not be able to help those people out right. regardless of anything else. Because helping those people who really need the help, to me, was more important mm-hmm. than all the other the stuff. Negatives. Yeah. All the negatives. Yeah. And there's a lot of negatives that come with it too, right? Yeah. Like people, uh, you know, jealousy and this and that and everything mm-hmm. else. Oh, we'll check them out. They're doing this. They're doing that. Blah, 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 yeah. Whatever else. And it's like, yeah, okay, but that's you and you're going through your own stuff over there, mm-hmm. but I'm here to help yeah. these people over here. Yeah. So out here on this public forum, I'm calling you out <laughs> <laughs> for the people that you really help Get with it. Um, because you're, you, I'll just be straight up. You're a beautiful amazing person who has mm-hmm. so much to offer mm-hmm. and please offer it to as many people as you possibly can through that through your social media feed. thank you i appreciate and that. i'm going to check <laughs> <laughs> i will call you out <laughs> all right all right the challenge is on the challenge is on <laughs> thank you again so much for coming if you want to know more about what's happening with me and uncommon life i'm on social media at stuart in flow or the show is uh you can find us at uncommon life podcast and we will chat again soon